This is the Misty Music Podcast uh, with Lucy. Oh. <laughs> You're getting better. Yeah, I'm getting better. Um, and uh, me, and me is David. So, hi, thanks for joining us. And we're on episode, is this episode eight? Is it? I think it's episode eight. Aye. Yeah, it must be. I was thinking that it would be even because I started it, but we've yeah, had, we've had but Michael, we've had Michael on last week. So. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a very famous album. Um, and it's Tapestry by Carol King. Um, and I think um, I got the feeling l- last time when you said to listen to this or you asked me about it, you were kind of both excited by the fact that I hadn't heard it, but also kind of disgusted. Yeah, I suppose I shouldn't be surprised after you've like publicly put down singer songwriters as well, yeah, like in the yeah, title, yeah. maybe yeah, the title. Yeah. Um, whereas this is possibly, if it's not where it all began, it's kind of, there's a lot, there's a lot where it. There's a the rise of kind of the song the, yeah. the areas. So, um, so I'm not all that surprised, but I, it's more the fact that oh, so many of the songs in them and now and now, them are such some of them are such hits. Eh? So I'm like, why have you not heard it? Because I'm be, I bet when you put it on, you're pro, I'm maybe jumping here, but you're like, ah, right, that this this is cat, you know, this very is much, King or whatever. Very so, much, um, very much so. so yeah, partly surprised probably for that reason because the because of the songs that it's how well known the songs are on this album. But then surprised because it's yeah, why I feel like I can introduce you to it. So superb. Well, listen before we get into get into the album, um, we've got some communication from some listeners um, about the previous episodes. So um, some of its tweets, and we've got our first of our email as well. So we'll share that with you. So we've had our email. Let's say woo. And that is it. One email. That is it. So um, so I mean, no even abuse or anything. You know, just like stop doing this podcast. It's rubbish. Nothing, nothing like that. Oh, good. It's just, just that's just, a green light then. <laughs> Until somebody does that, well, just yeah. not even anybody's radar, you know. So, <laughs> not yet. Uh, not yet, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we've got feedback from some of our previous episodes. So, Kevin Brown, who's been a champion of the podcast, thanks very much, Kevin. Kevin's got a brilliant podcast of his own. He's got, in fact, he's got a few, but he does another Queen podcast um, called Seaside Pod Review. So, if you are into Queen, please, please listen to it and check it out. Or if you hate Queen, just don't listen to it. That's fine. Um, so Kevin says brilliant episode again folks you've got your flow nailed so early hadn't had MW on my radar Martha Wainwright obviously um, at all for some reason other than the ball shriveling dappy incident that was the one I had to look up because I didn't know what this was and yeah I looked it up and so it's on um, Never Mind the Buzzcocks uh, and Dappy, uh, this, this idiot Dappy. Probably people that are listening outside the UK probably wouldn't know who he was, but just an insignificant wee nyaf, basically. Um. Nyaf, that, that is perfect, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and he gets her mixed up with someone completely different. Um, yeah, Keris Matthews, Keris isn't Matthews, it? Yeah. Exactly that. So, uh, but yeah, check it out if you're at all interested. But uh, so uh, Kevin continues here. Enjoyed the majority of the album, but need to spend more time with it. I think and explore the catalogue. So, no, that's cool. So, bit of feedback for the Faith No More episode, and this is Joe, uh, my good friend Joe. Yeah, me and Joe have got history with um, ruining members. Ah, so, yeah, felt uh, bit of underground so, <laughs> over again. so he says right good episode and cheers for the fuck you Joe <laughs> appreciate it <laughs> yeah uh, I like him now yeah 
<laughs> says great tunes with some serious demented patter. What's not to like? And I say he signs off by saying shit lives forever. So and it certainly does. <laughs> I take it it was seriously demented patter in the music, no us. I think so. I think it was the I think it was the album, yeah. But yeah. Second. If I'm real getting called demented, I'm all right with that. I know. Okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim C, Jim, grumpy Jim. Oh, Jim's, uh, I, I, I like Jim a lot. Um, so he said, "This is my favourite Faith No More album. The raging Patton's voice and the gentle croon is such a fantastic change up. Great deft players too, which doesn't get the praise it deserves." So, aye. So more about the album than actually a podcast. So fucking Jim, give some fucking feedback on the podcast. <laughs> Tell us how great they are. Ah, exactly. <laughs> not, not just the fucking. Album, you know, <laughs> come on. Uh, but no, cheers, Jim. And Kevin actually, um, Kevin actually quote tweeted um, on the Martha Wainwright episode as well. And he said, Another episode of the marvelous Misty Music Pod. It's like eavesdropping on two old pals at a coffee shop for about an hour and a half. Actually, don't do that, it would be rude. And then Michael, after the last episode, he spent a I've spent a couple of hours tonight talking to Mr. Music Pod about Underwater Moonlight by the Soft Boys. I'm happy this great album has two new fans. If anyone else wants to talk to me for two hours about this album, I'm free. So if you want to talk to Michael on your podcast, <laughs> if you've got one, I'll just talk to him in general. I think you'll probably just you could talk to him over the phone about it. Maybe uh, maybe that's what he's offering. I'm not sure, but um, but that's good. Um, I we got some we got some more feedback as well because um, we we kind of just pointed out that you know. Yeah, we've got quite a few episodes going just now, and um, some people have left us some nice. And it's Kevin again, yeah, Kevin. Kevin's a man. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a PR guy, you know. We don't even realise it. So he says, seriously, get this in your ears. It's such a great chemistry between the hosts, and I'm being exposed to stuff I've never listened to, although I'm two episodes behind. So um, that was last because- time. So. We're a good chemistry. <laughs> exactly, aye, that's it. Eh? <laughs> so you, and, go, so you going back to the um, the uh, underwater moonlight one? Uh, yeah. Did we not, we made a connection with Stu and Michael, didn't we? We did actually. Yeah, I'm just commenting to that uh, just now. Oh, there. sorry, yeah. I'm too ahead of you. No, that's it. No, but you keep, keep me in check, Lucy. <laughs> I do forget things. I'm an old man, so. Um, <laughs> So Stu, uh, Stu, who's a lovely human being, so they said, I can't believe how good this album is. I'm clearly going to have to get seriously into this band. I'm a bit behind with Misty Music Podcast, Misty Podcast, but we'll catch up. We'll need to explore the Soft Boys catalogue first, though. So that's cool. So another another fan for that album. They're very, you know, obviously an album that's quite, uh, you know, um, unknown for a lot of people. And um, they, they quote, he quote tweeted his later um, along with Michael saying he, he got it and he, he's got his picture of the the, the record um, along with his very fetching Flash Gordon uh, slip mat on his uh, <laughs> turntable there. So, um, but that's that's really cool. Um, and also Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast, which you would probably when they, when they think would be listening to us, but um, but I think that's this is kind of that's probably this is where me and Lucy are, um, and I think that's what we're kind of doing is just breaking down these barriers where we think people that listen to certain bands only into that certain kind of music and I think we're, we're kind of finding that out ourselves you know so yeah absolutely you know so um, so um, so Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast interesting choice of Depeche Mode album and a great discussion I'll be reacquainting myself with Ultra later and we got an email from Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast as well which is great um, 
So he said, I enjoyed the Ultra episode and I'll be listening to the album later as a result, which is always a good outcome from a podcast. It was an interesting choice from their back catalogue, but well justified. And I recall the press at the time regarding the death experience that you touched on. I didn't know the Living Colour basses play, played on it. Not sure I knew Painkiller was a secret track either, as I had it on cassette originally. And although it was a B-side on one of the CD singles, I'm sure. And it said, it continues here, I'm moving on to the Velvet... Uh, underground episode next i recommend the book on nico that came out not so long ago you are beautiful and you are alone and um, if you haven't read already read it it comes from a new female focused perspective and it's quite interesting talking about her relationship with the velvet underground and her solo work is also interesting i'm sure i'll listen to the other episodes after this too as it's a good idea and i've heard the first five albums you're focused on which helps so thank you and very I much for that book, so Excellent. Yeah, so I'll so I'll maybe get back to him and let him know what once I've read it. Excellent. Well, I actually replied to I replied to Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast and I said that um, you'd read that book because I get mixed up with this other one you were talking about. So, uh, uh, yeah. so I thought it was that one. Yeah. So I said, "Oh yeah, Lucy's read that one, but you know, I've no I've not read it. You know, so ah, okay. So that, well, that's good that we, you know um, that Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast has turned you onto that. So that's brilliant, excellent. Yeah. So yeah, so again, an Iron Maiden podcast, and, and they're talking about Velvet Underground. You bet you never thought that would that would uh, happen. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I love that. There you go. So, um, but that podcast, by the way, if you if you even I, I would say even if you didn't like Iron Maiden, you should check this podcast out because it is fucking brilliant. It is so funny. It's so dry. It's just it's just. It's it's perfection almost. But do they know. go into the albums? And- ah, they do an individual song every episode. Well, it's, it's, oh, do they? It's, uh, so and it's and it's just it's just funny as fuck. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It's it's, it's excellent. Um, the humour is just is just so spot on. But anyway, excellent. But that's that, you know, that's good. Bit of feedback there. Um, a lot of time for the same people, but that's that's all right. We're all right with that. <laughs> We're okay with that. Um, but if you're new to the podcast and you're just checking out, and you you, you know you're, you're checking out this episode first, maybe, um, or you you know you've checked out any of the previous episodes or whatever, um, and you've not got in touch, just let us know. I mean, maybe you're not on Twitter, but you can drop us a an email and say something, and we'll read it out. And even if it's negative feedback, we'll read it out. It doesn't matter. We'll read it all out. You know, um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You know, even abuse, it's fine. It's all, it's all good. So if you want to do that, so you can catch us on Twitter at Misty Music Pod, and you can also email us um, and you can get us at mistymusicpod at gmail.com. So I get in touch. So I suppose we better turn our attention to to Carol King and Tapestry. Lucy, I'll, I'll throw it over to you then because um, I've been waffling on a wee bit here, <laughs> um, as I normally do. So... What's your story with this album then? Um, I was trying to remember uh, this week how I kind of came on to Carol King and I knew it was through my mum, through my mum playing it and I think it was from we we in the family when I was, you know, for years we like putting on YouTube and we all play music constantly, different songs, yeah. have you seen this, have you seen this and all this sort of stuff and I think there was a recording of Carol King singing a song that got put on and I just loved it. Loved it. Uh, and it got me on uh, Tapestry. My mum was telling me she had the album when she was growing up and we talked about it. And I just found her fascinating name. Yeah. Um, 
fascinating for the time and fascinating kind of looking and sounding and and you know I like me some smooth music eh so mm-hmm. some easy listening so um, so I just she just appealed to me and I've been thinking a wee bit about this and what it is I like about music and different music and different people when buying into people and I, I'm pretty sure it all comes down to style and I'm not talking about like oh rock style music or this style of music, but just style in general, the way people conduct themselves, the way people are, the what they present to me, what I take from it. So and I just like Carol King style, eh? So yeah. um so and you and our story's good, you know, you know, once you know, once I like something, I like to get into the guts of things and yeah. There's lots to get into the gutsy, you know. I'm sure there are probably things you'll tell me the day that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that, or I didn't know she wrote this, or, or, or what, eh? So, um, so um, yeah, interesting to hear, interesting to, if you've ever seen her being interviewed or anything like that. Um, yeah, just, I like her style. So, um, yeah. so, yeah, so Tapestry is our biggest album, Uh it was our second recorded album after our first one didn't do kind of commercially well. And what a hit this was, 1971, you know, it was mm-hmm. recorded, I think, early in 71 and then released just weeks or months later, eh? So, um, yeah, I seem to remember reading that it was like they recorded it in January and it was out in February. Yeah, was some, yeah I was, was going <laughs> to say insane. something like that. Yeah, it's where yeah. it's like the next month or yeah. what. Um, and from what I've kind of learned, learned and read and things like that, the, um, this album was everywhere, you know, because mm-hmm. of the commercial kind of radio stations that were the, at the time in, in America. And this was like a lot of the anthem or the years, the the music of the of the year or the the, the time. Um, yeah, so second album that she's um, she recorded, she was part of kind of songwriting duo with her with her then husband Jerry Goffin. Um, before she was, um, I'll probably go into this more later on, but before she recorded herself, and I think she had to be really encouraged to record and sing her, her own stuff, you know, she wrote some of the biggest hits of the 70s along with, uh, 60s, sorry, along with, her, um, uh, along with her husband at the time. And I'd like to think that when you've been reading it, you would go, ah, she wrote that. They wrote that. You know, there's, there's plenty of them, eh? So, um, and there was even a song I was when I was looking at it for the podcast that I didn't realise that 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 she wrote, and I'm still like, wow. So there's a this is me kind of going off side side times, but there's there's a song by the Crystals that was um, hit me, and it felt like a kiss, and it's kind of infamous now because of the title and, and, and stuff, and it's referenced in kind of later songs. I think Lana Del Rey references this, and it's this kind of is it glamorising. Abuse is it? Is it this? But if you listen to the song, you can make up your own mind on whether it's glamorising it or not. But um, it's a kind of—I didn't know they wrote that. So it's it's, it's yeah. you know it's it's um, the backstory and the amount the amount of detail in that that there is, particularly like in, in the sixties and seventies, it's just right up my street, you know. So um, yeah, yeah. so so yeah, that's the that's the kind of background with Carol King, and she's eighty-one now. I think that's amazing. Wow. See when I see see kind of recent things, I'm like, fair yeah, play, man, yeah. fair play. Um, yeah. So tapestry uh, track listings. We've got the um, I feel the earth move so far away. Um, it's too late. Home again. Beautiful. Uh, way over yonder. You've got a friend. Where you lead. Uh, will you love me tomorrow? 
Smackwater or Jack, tapestry and you make me feel like a natural woman. So right there, I mean, when when you've seen the track listing, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to put my, but you're going, ah, right, right, yeah. right, I know this, I know this. <laughs> Definitely, without a doubt. Um, and I think, I mean, when you mentioned some of the, the, the songs in the previous episode, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that one, I know that one, you know. So I knew there'd be some familiarity when, when I... Um, when I listened to the album, um, but my first, my first, I guess the first time I saw the names Goffin and King together um, was again, you know, I, if everybody's been listening to every single episode, they'll know that I do that Queen podcast, and I'm a massive Queen fan. Um, but the first time I saw those names is there's a a single um, that came out before Queen's first album. And it's under the name Larry Larex. Um, it's Queen. But it's Queen. Right. And so what it was, it was a producer, while Queen were recording their first album, the this producer wanted Freddie to sing two songs. One was a Beach Boys song and one was Going Back by uh, by you know Carol King and Jerry Goffin. So I remember like being young and you're reading up about Queen and you see this this Larry Lex thing you see you see in brackets the names so I didn't know who they, I had no idea who they were but you know I, it's, it was familiar to me so um, then you become an adult and you you know you're older and you go oh yeah. right that's that's that songwriting uh, duo kind of thing I know and again talk about Misty it was still pretty Misty even to like a couple of weeks ago yeah. you know. Um, I knew they were a writing partnership, but I just don't know to what didn't know what to what extent and and all yeah. that kind of stuff, you know, and that kind of thing. So, so yeah, that was the first time I kind of been, it was made aware of them. But yeah, I really didn't know much about Carol King. I knew when you when you mentioned the album, I, it, was, it was weird what popped into my head, and I think I got the font of the album right in my head because when I when I looked at the album again, oh yeah, that font kind of stuck in. I don't know why the font yeah. of the album cover stuck in my head, but, <laughs> but I thought it was a black and white photo, which of course it's not. It's dark, but as you said. But yeah, so so it has connected with me in some way. It might have been just like watching documentaries and things like that, and I maybe touched upon the album, and you know, it could be things like that, or reading magazines through the years. It could be that. Um, but yeah, didn't really know anything about Carol King to be honest, um, um, or that songwriting duo, you know, the, the husband and wife songwriting uh, partnership. Um, really didn't know what they. And but when you started saying these these song titles last week, uh, the last episode. Then I was like, "Oh right, so clearly she wrote those songs, you know." Yeah. Um, you feel like an actual woman. I knew Aretha sang that, obviously, you know. So things like that. So yeah, but yeah, knowledge was really, really, uh, really limited, to be honest. And I was speaking to my boss and your old boss, Lucy, uh, today, Alan. Um, and just as I was leaving work, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm recording with Lucy tonight and uh, a podcast um, on Tapestry." He's like, "Oh, Tapestry, that's funny." One of my favourite albums, listen to it all the time. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I'd never heard, I'd never heard it, and he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, don't you start as well. <laughs> but uh, but he was talking about um, a documentary about. Uh, he said it was a documentary about tapestry, but I don't think it is. Um, but it was a, a maybe he didn't maybe he just said it was about Carol King, but um, he said it was on Sky Arts and he, it was on recently again, and I think it's a, a reasonably old one. Um, so what I did is I came home. Um, and I went straight on YouTube to find it. So I watched it. It's about 50 minutes. It was done for PBS, I think. Um, Is it the one where she's sitting down talking? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Na- Natural Women, I think it's just called. Yeah. Carol King, Natural Women. So I watched that and I thought, yeah, I'm so glad I did. And I found the time before we recorded tonight. 
And I watched that, and after that, I mean, you talk about what they wrote. My jaw was just hitting the floor. Like, <sighs> they wrote that as well. Yeah. that one that one that one that one oh, fuck me it's really it's it's unbelievable you know yeah. unbelievable how they can turn out and especially carol herself because you know taking nothing away from from jerry goffin who obviously was a lyricist you know but the melodies that carol king can come up with and the and the there was one songwriting partner that was later on because i know they they split up and all that and they weren't working together anymore um but it was another lady uh, i'm sorry if i get her name again it's just again just because the documentary's just uh i'll probably watch it again actually to be honest and um she was saying you know you i would give her lyrics and she within an hour she had the the song but not just the, the melody like the whole arrangement she had what the what the other instruments would be doing and everything and and that's just that's genius stuff. That's yeah. that's that, that she's a genius. There's no doubt about that, you know. And but but wow, what a body of work. I mean, I think it was um, okay. It's that Rolling Stone um, editor or journalist or whatever it is. Um, is it the Curtis's second name? Is if that's how you say his name, you'll see him. He's kind of bold guy, kind of a bit heavy. He's always on a lot of music documentaries. Um, and he was—he made the point. He says, "See if Tapestry didn't exist, she would still be like a total musical legend." You know, legend, absolutely. You know, so even Tapestry's just like, well, there you go. There's something else there's on top of all the amazing yeah, work. You know, I think it's because it's her recording. It's yeah, her. Yeah. It's her version of them, and it's you know, she like I say, she had to be encouraged to to, to perform and record yeah. because she always just saw herself as a songwriter. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. she always said, um, I've seen a few things where she says the biggest thrill was always people recording her songs yeah, because she yeah. was the songwriter and it was like, she says, it just took it to another level yeah. hearing her songs played by other people. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot of respect from me in that place that she doesn't come from that desire. To, I mean, it's one of the biggest top selling albums. It's like 14 times platinum. Yeah, was it number yeah. one for 300 odd weeks or, or in the chart, sorry, for 300? Yeah, you know, I think it was only second to Dark Side of the Moon by Pink yeah, Floyd, I think, in, in America. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's ludicrous. You're never yeah. getting success like that. Well, yeah. well, I think Adele probably yeah, topped yeah. one of our records or something like that. But it, it's just, it, it's incredible. And, um, uh, for her to have that, like you say, that success in 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 the sixties before going on and recording herself, and then and then that album itself have the success possibly equaled in measure, if you know, mm-hmm. yeah. to, to some extent, whether you appreciate her songwriting from before or a recording, you know, it's it is it is incredible achievement. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, to write written a number one single at the age of seventeen. Seventeen. You know, yeah, the Shirelle singing "Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow?" Yeah, you know, insane. like what? Insane. You know, I think yeah. she was just—I get the impression from the interviews that I've seen. She was just so driven and inspired, and mm. I, I, I seen something the other week there for this where she just said she said that the way she was brought up, it was never that she was that she couldn't do it. And it wasn't like, yeah. a, I, don't, I didn't take it as like a huge ego, I'm going to be amazing, I'm going to be successful. No, it was just, no. it was more from the, I can do this and yeah. I want my songs to be recorded. I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and um, yeah, for for, for you to write, will you still love me tomorrow? And like the Shirelles versions, you know, it's you've you already heard that. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, and, yeah. And um, and that's the thing with, with with a lot of songs. I like a lot of them recorded by different artists, you know. Mm, yeah. So she does she does one for the Drifters, or the Drifters made it really successful up on the roof. Um, yeah, and I never I love, again I never knew that. I yeah. Like, oh yeah, I know that one as well. And yeah, yeah and I, I love the Drifters singing it. Yeah, I love yeah. Carol King singing it. I love James Taylor singing it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great song, and then. Mm. I'm not. I'm not saying I listen to Cap- Tapestry, and I think it's the most complex, intricate. But yeah, there is bits where it's it's just a different style for us to basically kind of delve into. It's more piano driven. It's a uh, storytelling. It's more. Uh, it's of a different time, kind of mm. maybe genre, different. Wee bit. There's areas where it's really wholesome and 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 all that. It's just a different. It's a different pocket for us in my, yeah, my I, thoughts, and it's a different pocket of the things that I like. Completely, and 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 I think today, us doing the podcast, this is the easiest listen out of everything yeah. that we've covered, without a doubt. Um, and that's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah. Um, when when you hear the album, it's very accessible. It's it's easy to digest. Um, but as you said, it's not overly complex. But when you actually, you know go below the, the surface, there's some really, really, really cool things happening underneath. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and the playing is, I think that was the th- first thing, because well, what I did is, I, th- I think I said to you, Lucy, is what I did is, you you, get, you said listen to Tapestry last episode, and I went on eBay and found, found that, yeah, an, old, that. an old vinyl copy of it from 71, so it's... Um, and I did it old school. I didn't go straight to Spotify and stick it on. I thought, right, I'm going to buy it. I've never heard it. Wait till it comes through and then listen to to, to the record the way someone would have done in 71, I guess. And, um, yeah, it, it, it was... Well, to be honest, it's weird because I've now came to the conclusion that it feels like this album's been in my life for years. It's <laughs> so strange. And I've only, I've maybe listened to it now six times, maybe um, since 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 I got it. Um, I would have probably listened to it more if I actually had more time. But um, but it just feels like it's always been there. And and that's that's what three weeks ago or something you mentioned this to me. Yeah. And within three weeks, it's almost like it's it's, it's you know it's been part of my life the whole time. It's weird, so we weird. But, I get that because I always think even this album it feels like she's an old hand, she's an old yeah, hand at doing yeah, it, but yeah, she's yeah. not. When when it was recorded, you know she absolutely wasn't. But it's just that I don't know. It's that that um, that thing that she, she that thing she's got that she can portray. You know, that's the thing about her voice as well. Her voice is is raw. It's actually raw. And real, and some, even when she's, I was watching some, in that documentary, some clips are doing some of the stuff on Tapestry, and she's singing away, and the emotion, and the feelings all there, and maybe the odd note just was a wee bit, not quite there, but it didn't matter. It made it all the better. You know, it actually, actually, it made me like her voice even more. It it sounds like a strange thing, but the thing is, her voice is brilliant as well. I don't want to under underplay or, or you know undermine her as a singer because she's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant, a brilliant singer, and she is technically gifted as well. But there's a realness in it. There's a warmth, warmth in it. There's a it's very untrained the voice. 
and that's what I like about it. It's just this is just me. I'm just going to sing the way I think I should sing. But the control on her voice, we'll probably get into that when we get to individual songs. But is is sublime. Um, and and that's the thing. Listening to this album, I know the stuff that I'll have missed. Even as I've written down my notes, the stuff I'll have missed, and I'll probably next time, next time after that, I'll start discovering more. Hey. You know, so it's always it's always difficult. It's, it's always kind of almost like you're doing a reaction very quickly to something you've been listening to recently, but in a year's time, you'll have a total different take on it. Not a total different take. You'll still probably have similar feelings for it, but you'll. I never noticed this before. I never noticed that. Oh, hey. this is what the songs maybe try to say, and things. so there'll be a lot. I'm. I'm personally even on the table here that I I, I won't discuss because eh. I'm not I'm not I'm not found it yet because I think it's more I don't want to say complex but there's more to this than than that kind of meets the ear original listen you know and and uh, if it was just played in the background in a a lazy bar or whatever you think like as you said easy listening nice eh. easy easy listening music ah yeah fine you can just chill out and you know in your wine bar or whatever and and you know you could just chill out to it and take it. On the surface, if you go deeper, there's there's so, so much more to find, and that's when we get to there. Obviously, yeah, because sometimes it can absolutely, I can I can listen to it and I'm fine, and sometimes parts it absolutely cut me to the core, you know. Well, and I, I, you could I have always... been reading. You, sorry, Lucy, you could have been reading what's on my note there, <laughs> um, because what I, what's on my note there, it's 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 it feels like you could listen to this, and by the end you'll be crying, or you'll just feel a hell of a lot better. <laughs> You'll actually be really, really kind of like refreshed and upbeat, and kind of actually want to kind of, you know, you you will have a positive outlook after listening, yeah. or or you'll be in bits. <laughs> it's kind of you know, so yeah. I get that, and I, I think as well with it with their songwriting kind of towards towards the well, this was at the end of that, but um, I always think they can obviously turn out the hit. Which I think a lot of people in the sixties, a lot of writers in the sixties, were trying to get that hit, trying to get radio sure. play and everything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, you know, they wrote the locomotion. You know, I, so and again, I didn't it. know that as well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so they can do that, churn out that kind of. I thought it was kind of they wrote that. You know. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know. No, I know. I'm not an idiot. I'm, um, not, I'm an idiat, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so. Uh, uh, and then like the animals don't bring me down. I could keep going on, Bobby yeah, V, yeah. Little Weaver. But um so they were obviously trying to get these hits, but at the same time that the I think what with tapestry a lot of them are somehow timeless as well. So it's great mm-hmm. it's like that great balance between the uh, I think that's kinda special for that time as well, mm-hmm. you know? And and I like as well, like I say, it was a kinda there wasn't a lot of female singer-songwriters, you know, people wrote songs for other people, way. Yeah, yeah, Is that fair yeah. enough to say? And then, mm-hmm. you know, that that time, you know, you've got kind of Joni Mitchell, Janis mm-hmm. Joplin, that kind of, you know, but Carol always uh, did it for me more, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, totally. So, yeah, because we could talk forever about what she's done with everything, and I will talk Aye. Oh, absolutely, it. but no, excellent. Uh, well, uh, we, 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 delve in then. Yeah, uh, let's get in there, yeah. Uh, I feel the earth move. Yep. Well, I knew this song. Um, I know. I, I, um, who rec- who is it recorded this? Somebody else recorded this. Then, or is, is this just Carol? Was it just Carol King that recorded this? This is just Ca- Carol King. I was could it? be wrong. Like I say, you 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 could tell me is it that I have not got a clue on because there's that much. Ah, right. Well, well, I've heard this song before anyway. Right. So, so if it, if, if uh, this is the only version of it, then it's this version I've heard. But. Um, uh, but again, it, the melody's fucking insanely good. 
and that's it's, it, I, I think I'm going to just say the same thing all through the album. The melody's amazing. The melody's amazing because it is. Um, and but this is a good kind of like you know head nodding to tapping one. You know, just the you know the the, the rhythm of it. It's got that nice pace to it. Mm. You know, um, and her voice is it, 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 it's it's when I first heard the album, um, her, her voice is really really pushed forward in the mix. Mm. It's really really there and. Like the piano and the drums are, you know, it's just sitting back, and it's. Um, so at first I was a bit like, oh, that's. It took me maybe a few bars for that to kind of settle, and I was like, yeah. a bit, it's a bit maybe too up there for me, but you know, but then then it kind of settled in, and it, it made a lot more sense. But um, the way she plays the piano, it's really weighty as well. She can actually really hammers, yeah. which is which is interesting, and I don't want to bore bore you. The listener or yourself <laughs> with Queen again, but um, that's the one that, thing that Freddie Mercury always was was a heavy hitter on the piano, and a lot of her playing uh, reminds me of the way Freddie played piano. Um, and it's interesting because Brian May and Queen plays piano as well. When he plays, it's really soft and and really really. And I thought it really suited the personality of Brian May's where well, he was. He's about a dick now, but you know, certainly in the seventies, was very introverted and. And you know, because it's so, and Freddie's the flamboyant guy, so he's. Eh. But then I thought this theory doesn't really work because Carol is quite humble and you know down to earth, but she's eh. hammered. So, so that 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 kind of blew that whole theory of my what I thought <laughs> a piano player's like personality would be. Um, it's not that she's hammering all the time, but through the album, it's very rhythmic. You know, very eh. rhythmical. You know, um, the playing, but uh, um, but her voice is brilliant on this. Just, just, just brilliant, and. The, the the there's a there's a wee run on the guitar, a wee jazz run, um, mm. and oh, it's just just sublime, man. But no, that and uh, and then there's a kind of trade trade off between the piano and the guitar. Um, it's just it's just so so. Do you know the thing about the whole album as well? Everything's done so tastefully. There's yeah, nothing like that. that Nothing's, nothing's. There's no a bit like you go. Oh, I wouldn't have done that, you know. Oh, that's God, you know. Nothing greats, nothing at all on this album. Not a single note on this album feels like it doesn't belong. Eh. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, that kind of goes back to what I was saying. That feeling of that old hand. You're in safe yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah, it's like totally. that kind of quality. There's a quality to I think to 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 this album that's like it's kind of special way. Eh? Yeah. But I, I've got. I mean, it's my first thing is then is it's jamming to me. This is ah, jamming totally. to me. You know that first. And I, I, I know what you're saying about that. Our, our vocals kind of being pushed pushed forward because it almost sounds not tinny at the start, but that first line sounds a wee bit. It's strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 different emphasis with the the piano that she does like you see the melody you know i feel the earth boom move boom you know uh, like yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. it's like the uh-huh. piano when you're saying about are yeah. kind of hitting hard and stuff like that um, um it's just it's just it's just rhythm man it's it, it's um it's a kind of it's a dancing song to me, and then it and then the bit where it breaks down that kind of oh darling when I see your face mellows yeah. it. you know it's mellow mellow yeah. she says that it's mellow it's the month when of I see you and it's like I just like, yeah. Yeah, ah yeah yeah and it's quiet and it's quiet yeah. and then it's like I can stand it and it's like bam, yeah. bam, 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 you know it's like right in with the and like that and then piano gets back in it, and then gets back in that original groove again yeah. 
Ding, yeah. Ding, ding. I know you're right. It's got that. I got that swagger on, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is that swagger. And then yeah. see the bit, the the kind of the bit at the end where it's, um, you know, it changes that to I just lose, I just lose control. Mm-hmm. That bit, yeah. it's like rolling. Oh, it's Aye. rolling. It's it's um, like physical, physical. It feels physical inside you. Ah, right. Okay, right. Okay, I get you. Like okay. earthy. Kind of yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah. makes any sense. <laughs> um, uh, and then that whole bit at the end, that outro with the tambour and down tambour and oh, down tambour. Yeah, 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 just slows down and just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's just, it's a great opener. And then with, really the way, with the arrangement with, with the, um, the, the positioning of the tracks and things like that, because it's, there's different styles at kind of different bits. It's a it's a it's a banger an opener, and I can't see this song being anywhere else on the album. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's that's this is an yeah. opener. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you on that one. Um, completely and utterly. But yeah, it's a that's a belter. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. an absolute belter. <laughs> um, so far away is next then. Yeah, far away. Um, this is a real tearjerker for me. Um, and like I say, I can, like I was saying before, I can listen to it and be um, and be fine with it. But when I think about it, or I sing it, and I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's a real tear tearjerker. I'm crying myself as I'm singing it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm moving myself to tears. Um, uh, it's that long and like I said before, that kind of wholesome. Um, you know. <sighs> That distance that, you know, doesn't have doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore. It's that kind of yeah, question yeah. in the rush of life that in my opinion kinda of still relevant even so many years after this, it's after this was released. It's um it's that slow down that um feeling. Does that make sense? Am I yeah, am I wittering totally. on about Totally I it's, it's feeling it's, too much. It's kinda of interesting because it's gonna it's I know, obviously, from the documentary, she she did move about a wee bit, but yeah. then eventually settled in Utah, yeah. and it's very much like you know. I know there's there's a song later on. It kind of it's probably more about being back at home and home comforts and all that. But um, you know, so she seems to be very happy in the one place, and and she's found her place, and she's she's just she's just happy being in in the fresh air and in the mountains, and yeah. I don't need to go anywhere else. This is where I live, and this is where I want to be, and. You know, so I, I think there was already something there. You know, I don't Absolutely. know where she was. I don't know where she was living at this point, and then when she was making the album, if she was still in New York or in LA or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it's almost like it's what was to come later on. She's she's almost predicting which 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 eventually going to happen with her. You know, she is going to settle and and. I like that. You know. I feel like you've got the mark here. But it's that. It's that. Um, I, I always think it's. Um, she she got pregnant really quick when she mm. she married uh, Jerry Goffin and um, I think when she moved to LA she had the kids and she says that what I've seen her say is that when all the kind of rush and bustle and everything was going about her and there was music and drugs and what she had the kids so they always yeah. kind of kept her that kind of grounded that yeah. um, that it was a different when all that partying and like I say drugs and influence and and all that free living and things she she always had that tie that that um that connection at home to ground and everything so yeah, yeah yeah i get that and then yeah she moved when she moved she moved out um 
out in the sticks and you always get that kind of earthy, uh, mothery feeling with yeah, a race. Totally. So, um, I, I absolutely, I think that's it. And I remember it was her daughter that was saying in the documentary, I think she was saying when she heard her singing so far away, um, I think when she was out in tour and she was crying and stuff because she missed she missed her because she was yeah. she wasn't there you know and um, and she talked about how I think she was talking to James Taylor about this says you yeah. know when when she was touring with James Taylor they were they both discussing this and because he was asking her as a mother did it not feel was it not hard you know being out in the road and she's like oh it was it was exceptionally hard you know because yeah. she said we would do six weeks come back for two and then we went for another six weeks and it yeah. was just it was just you know it was really really difficult. Yeah. Um, Especially with an do. album that was so ridiculously successful. Yeah, when, yeah. You and know? you'll put probably our record company and pushing her to kind of come yeah. on. We, we uh, make key, make key, yeah. you know. Ah, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, so, uh, uh, a voice is quite softer from that, kind of in your face a bit more with the first song, you know, this one's softer. and um, Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's got to be flutty outro, isn't it? It's got to be. Yeah. Because that was something I never touched on um, at the start of this is I actually couldn't be bothered writing down all the people that have been that were involved in this album because yeah, there's, there's, because there's, there's just so few. many yeah, yeah. people. Obviously, Carol does the the keyboards and the piano and the, yeah. and the vocals, but there's wee bits here and there who's popped up and people that have uh, played the saxophone or the flute or whatever. So um, yeah. So yeah, there's a, a neat me flute outro in this one. Yeah, absolutely, there really is. And but the song's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. It's and and the bass playing and the acoustic are just so economical. Again, just it's just where it needs to be. It's, right. no, over, it's no overplayed. I think the producer actually in the documentary said that as well. He said that. I think it was the producer of the album. Oh God, I forget his name. I did. I did have it in my head. Should I wrote it down? But um. He was saying it'd be so easy for an album like that just to keep, oh, we'll put another guitar bit on. Oh, we'll put yeah. another bit on. We'll put another bit on. And before you know it, it's like this overblown, kind of, yeah. you know, just overproduced album. Um, and they were saying it was, th- if they, they did it in three weeks. You know, that's just insane. Yeah. You know, they did it in three weeks. I think they said it was like 22 grand at the time. I don't know for inflation, it'll probably be, I don't know, maybe 100 grand or something, but it's probably still peanuts, you know, yeah. um, back then, you know. So, um, but yeah, um, it's 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 one of those kind of you know those wistful melancholic kind of looking through the window when it's raining kind of takes yeah, songs. You know, it's, it's one of those ones. Isn't it? Yeah, driving in the rain, you know, <laughs> yeah, meeting totally. and that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's one of those ones. Um, yeah. And I don't say that to put it down because the song's beautiful, you know. Um, and even just the lyrics, you know, travelling around gets me lonely or something to that effect, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure know? gets me down and lonely. Sure yeah. gets me down and lonely. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then you get wee congas coming in kind of halfway through and they're very kind of very light and stuff so again that's really nice and the bass is lovely it's really we runs just a reel in the background they're really soft and and uh god I, I sound like an idiot for for mentioning queen all the time but it's very like john deacon and queen that's the way he plays bass it's really kind of in the background and it's really subtle maybe influenced the carol king i wouldn't be could surprised have been, eh? could have been i mean I, I, it's weird i could hear I mean, because Queen weren't out at this time. Queen didn't yeah. first album didn't come out in '73, so. But yeah, I can, I can hear some, some influence of this on Queen. Whether that it was directly 
or through other musicians. I, I don't know, but I can hear Queen in, in some of this, um, which some Carol King fans might be. <laughs> ever ever mention Queen next to Carol King, but um, but I'll just say fuck you. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> sorry, don't don't turn off, don't turn off, please. Um, but yeah, uh, but the flute, aye, the flute playing out is is playing the song out is brilliant. And I, I've just wrote down here every instrument. I've kind of laboured this point. But I'm going to just say it again. Every instrument has its place and makes sense. I've just wrote. Yeah. That, I don't know, you know. Um, but yeah, it's aye. just so smooth. Beautiful. This album, so easy. It's like it's like velvet. In your head, mm-hmm. eh? It's like that kind of it's totally. effortless. And, yeah, and that and that's the thing. See, see for me, um, see for me, see albums that are kind of immediate. Yeah, I tend to get bored with them quite quick. You know, I thought that you would say that. I thought it wouldn't challenge you enough, or it wouldn't. Yeah, but. But as I said, the, this isn't just a normal. Uh, yes, it is very accessible. But there's there's more under the surface, you know. Right. The albums that I get bored with, it's just they're immediate. But there's nothing below the surface, and that's what makes me turn off. I, ugh, I, I had my fun with it, and it's almost like just having a bit of junk food. Right. You know, right. you've right. ate it, uh, you enjoyed it at the time; it was good, but she right. probably shouldn't have ate it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah. this no, this is completely different because it is immediate. Um, I got it right away. All the hooks were in me from the start. Again, the most easy easy to listen album that we've covered so far, and but I've been listening to it a lot, and it's it's now sitting in like in my collection with all my other albums next to some like metal stuff and, <laughs> and, and other. Uh, try to think what it's next to. It's probably next to like King's X who are oh, they're, they're they're like a kind of they're like they're a Texan band, a Texan band, the three of them. And they're like heavily influenced by the Beatles and stuff, but they're like a heavy Beatles. But anyway, I'm born everybody now, so. <laughs> so uh, next one, uh, it's too late. Yeah, so this to me is the pinnacle of the album. Eh? Mm-hmm. It's I know it's you could argue it's maybe one of our biggest, the biggest things, but I just think, um, I just think the balance in the song when the lyrics, it's. Um, the topic, I think this was probably, this was one of the songs that I got played to when I was younger and it, it struck me and the lyrics struck me and, and everything about it just um, uh, kind of got into my core. I think partly because when I was growing up, I um, I was a wee sad away, no much pals and that. I still am not like that. Eh? I'm just like, a lot of the things I did was I listened to a lot of music and I would try and relate a life a lot to music. And I know a lot of people do that, eh? but but I would maybe listen to whatever I was listening to. I'd be like, oh, that's maybe like what what Shirley Manson was talking about in Garbage or that situation mm-hmm. or that's, you know, a Carpenter's fan, that's maybe like that. And then always tried to relate situations to like real life and um situations in music to real life and I think this was one where it was a take on a subject about a breakup which I had not heard before it wasn't a case uh, uh, to put it really simple it wasn't a you're an arsehole I'm the arsehole Nobody's arsehole in this song, like, eh? Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's uh, just ran its course. It's, it's the end of the line. Course, it's uh, done, eh? Yeah, and yeah, it's not, yeah. and I like that, and I can always put that, that song to the style I perceive with, with, with Carol King, where it's like that, 
that mellow, that kind of cool, that good. That's a it's a good, yeah. it's a healthy um, take to have on it because a lot of the time, a lot of the music you listen to, it's it's no healthy, or you think it's healthy, or you think right, like I hate my boyfriend, we've broke up, so I'm going to listen <laughs> to a trash song or something like that. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fair enough, and, and and of course they've got their place in that. But I just like that take on it, like you know. Uh, you know, it used to be so easy living here with you, me, you. You were light and breezy, and I knew just what to do. Now you look so unhappy, and I feel like a fool. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of. It was great. It's no great, you know. And then right yeah. at the end, it's that. Um, still, I'm glad for what we had and how I once loved you. And it's. Mm. I just think it's. I just think it's cracking. It's 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 a different kind of beauty to. Something like Far Away or, or uh, there's a, another couple kind of like beautiful songs coming up. Um, yeah. I just think it's a different take to what, I, what I'd kind of listen to. Eh? So, um, yeah, that's my first take on it. I think I've got some more notes, but if you want to go, <laughs> let you talk for a bit. No, well... Um... <laughs> You're absolutely right. And I think when, you know, it was the, you know, um, I Feel the Earth... Um... At the start, I said that's got swagger. This has got swagger too. Yeah. This has got a swagger and an attitude to it. Um, um, and it's, again, it's 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 just so bloody catchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um, and um, rather than repeating what you've said, because I agree with everything you've said, um, but you've touched on the lyrics. So musically. Um, just you can hear the electric piano coming in a little bit in the background, yeah. there, which is really cool. But what's really, really smart is in the middle you've got the piano and the guitar playing a solo together got, in unison. I've got that written yeah, down, it's, honestly. It's, that together just before yeah. um, there'll be good times before that. That just before that, I'm with you. Yeah, and that and the pans left and right. I think the the, the pianos on the left and the guitars on the right, and it's just that we run at the very end of the solo. They're just synced up perfectly, man. Um, it's just it's just so fucking good I think that was the thing see when I first heard the album as well I was like god this is such a professional album uh-huh. do you know what I mean and I don't mean that for the point of view that everybody's a muso and yes yes I, I play my instrument and I take it seriously I don't mean that there's a vibe to this album but people that are just so comfortable with their instruments uh-huh. you know what I mean and people that are just you, you can almost like sense the vibe in the studio you know listening to this do you know what I mean? You, you know, there's no... It's, it would just be... You know, and you see the footage of Carol, even when she's composing songs, she'd be bits of it, you know, and, you know, she would try this, she would do that and all that. And you, you get... You feel that's kind of the way. Or, um, and I, I think... Um, I, I think... Um, it, I was a bass player on the album, so I, I really should remember his name, but um, he was saying to Carol that... Um, or Carol was saying to him, like, this is a bit where you do a, a solo and... Or, oh no, it was a guitarist. Sorry, um, this is about you. Know, just, all right, cool. <laughs> just play a solo and just and that was it. It was just it was just like you know, um, she's she just had it worked out and you do this at this point and you yeah. do that at this point and then but obviously the freedom to just let them do what they want kind of thing. But um, I don't have tons of notes um, other than you know cause some of the stuff you said, Lucy. But I don't know. It, this is one of my favourites. Yeah, on the album, it's good. I don't know if you watched, but there's some great footage from from seventy one for the BBC that that's on. Right. Okay. And if there's anyone that I recommend you watch, it's this song because 
you know, there's she plays different tracks from the album when uh, James Taylor comes on, plays guitar for for um, for some of them. But this one, there's just her, a guitarist, and the bass player, and um, that's it. And it sounds not just like the album because it doesn't, but she sounds the same. So there's like a familiarity with it, but it's it's not wild, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. She just they sound just as good as they do on the album, eh? Yeah, okay. and um, she's on it. She looks she looks cool as anything on it, and she's um. But what what I think like absolutely draws me in is the fact she sings a lot of the guitar licks in that. So when it goes yeah. to you know where it goes, um, we like where it goes. Um, there's a big guitar bits where it's like wee wee. I don't know if you can. Mm, yeah, yeah. She sings that though with her mouth, right, and yeah, it's yeah. like it's almost like what are you doing? That's cool <laughs> as anything, man. Yeah. And then she sings the um, the the do. You know how it goes do 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 do. At the end, it kind mm. of builds up. She does all yeah. them, and it just it just there's a. Um, I think what you were saying is um, with the comfortableness. There's where um, I think she's got this inhibition to to be able to do something like that, sing along with the guitar, kind of uh, where it's just that comfortable, cool kind of. Ah, yeah, you know? and, and and that confidence that you're talking about, um, and just <sighs> that's what geniuses do, but aren't it? Eh. They're they're so comfortable with what they can do that they, they they know what to do and when to do it. Uh, it's no overdone. You know I mean? it's, it's no it's underdone. Just, it's just like you know, right. and, and 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 their person that they can actually do. It's just a mix of personality and ability yeah. that comes together at the right time, and and that's why you get somebody like Carol King. You know, yeah. I think that's what it is. It's just it doesn't happen on often. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, she's she's. I just, I just can't believe I really didn't really know much about her to this point. It's, it's kind of well, I get why you haven't. I, I get uh, it, you know? No, but um, I get shameful. it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I've wrote, I've wrote, um, I'm trying to think how it starts because I've got like bam, bam, do, 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 written down and God knows what I've read by that. Um, um, so the first oh, line, yeah. I'm stayed in bed all morning that. just to pass the time. Yeah, uh, and it's like ba 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 ba. It's it goes back. It's the same as that to the um, the Earth move. The, ah, the, yeah, the emphasis the, with the with the guitar or the or the piano is in in the Earth move. It's yeah. that kind of give and take. It's it's cool, eh? Hmm, definitely. It's relaxed, yeah, so ah, it but the rhythm, ah, cool rhythm on this. Absolutely, it's like like uh, I feel the Earth move. You know, move. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's aye. No, this is excellent. They're, yeah, definitely, definitely up there with my favourites. Yeah, try and watch um, that clip. So the ones with the, at the BBC because it's do. it's um it is good. It is good. It's worth it. And um, the one thing that you know you're talking about her voice and stuff is I think I saw a wee bit of oh, I don't know it was one one from Tapestry. It might have been might have been this actually. And it was when she did a gig at Hyde Park in maybe in about 2016 yeah. or 15 or something like that. Um, All in the white. She's white. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I was so surprised by how great her voice still was. For, sounds... for, for how, you know, because sometimes you get to that age, it, it still sounds cool. They're hitting the notes, but there's a t- almost like a tiredness creeping into their voice. Yeah. And, you know, because of age and no, everybody can help that, obviously. But her, she's 
that she still sounds amazing. Uh, you know, uh, so. I don't know if that was round about the time the 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 musical was coming out. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. it might have been, but uh, yeah, I know the footage, and uh, yeah, it's still I, I can watch old Carol King or new Carol King singing like songs from Tapestry, and it's still yeah. just as you still, know, it's still, still just, just as, as ju- yeah, yeah, is endearing. Yeah, totally. So, um, home again. Home again, yeah. I don't have loads of notes on this Neither one. I've just got um, love song ballad, proper ballad, man. Yeah. It is. It's, it's um, again, it's that home comforts thing that I was talking about. It's It just feels like she's kind of, she, she's not, I'm, I'm not going to say she's not cut out for the road and cut out for, it's not she's not cut out for it. It's just, I think she doesn't, doesn't necessarily want it. Yeah. You know, I think she, I mean, even from a performance point of view, I remember her saying that, you know, she she made the album and she had no intention of playing any any gigs. Yeah. And I think, I think it was James Taylor again saying, "Come on, go out there and and do yeah. it." You know. Yeah. Um, I think she so, suffered really terrible stage fright, or she was really shy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Was it the one that was? I think she was playing the troubadour. They were saying, and the yeah. and there's a bomb threat phoned in, and they all had to evacuate. And yeah. and uh, she was supporting James Taylor. I think she was. I think yeah, she was I think one she, first thing. Yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, that kind of broke the ice because you say that something about you know it, I hope it's not me or something or you know I think yeah. it's not for me or something you know um, so I uh, so she kind of relaxed after that and kind of got into her performance but but yeah I suppose the point I'm making is it just feels to me like with um, you know with uh, so far away and this it's kind of to me they're similar in the sense that you know it's just about those home comforts and being back somewhere where you feel you feel relaxed and you feel kind of warm and you feel, um, you know, you're not going out in the world searching for things and, you know, you've got everything you need. You know, why would you need to go any further kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. I think that that um, is a nod to why I just love this album because it, it doesn't challenge me in a way that a lot of the music I do listen to challenges me. It challenges yeah. me in a total different way where yeah. it's, it makes me kind of uh, turn into myself a wee bit and that mm. kind of home and grounded, yeah. that kind of um, balance and, and all these things that you want to be all right. That That's kind of what, yeah, what I think yeah. Carol King tugs on with it, with this album and a lot of her stuff. Um, and that kind of... that that kind of um, talk, that kind of lyrics, it's, it's, uh, it is universal. So I can see why it was as successful as it yeah. was, because I think it could tap into a lot of different listeners. But um, yeah. yeah, Home Again, I've just got is a big um, big song, big ballad. But I do, what I do love in this is the big drum entrance. There's like a big bass drum entrance and then it goes uh, into yeah. a big melody, a big uh, like a big long play out of the... Uh, the melody of the song, you know, kind of wistful, kind of. Um, it's not hard, like you were saying, where she can, where she can kind of drive the beat on the piano or what. Yeah. It's a kind of uh-huh. more, a more floaty song, eh? So definitely. Um, but I mean, even the the, the kind of um, the snow is cold, rain is wet, chills my soul right to the marrow. Um, and I was wondering what she meant by that. To be honest, when when I saw that, I was like. Um, is this is this where she is, and she's no, she, she's miserable, and she needs to get back home, 
or is this almost saying snow's cold and rain as well? But I actually like that, and it chills me to my soul, but in a, in, the, in a good way, you know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what you mean. Yeah. You know, so I didn't know if it was a negative or a positive. Um, yeah. You know, but um, but the the one line that I had to do a double take on <laughs> was, "I won't be happy till I see you alone again." Yeah. And I thought she was meaning I'm not going to be happy till you're on your own. You know, that's, that's, how, that's my twisted what mind. What's wrong with you, <laughs> I won't be happy till I see you alone. You know, yeah. till, till you're on your own and you're miserable. And I was like, yeah. no, it doesn't mean that to I see you alone. We're alone together. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to get your romantic kind of, like, <laughs> head up in her thought, eh? Uh, you know, just, I'm always just looking for the darkness sort of thing. <laughs> Um, but no, a nice song. It really is a nice song. Uh, 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 beautiful. Well, I can oh, see uh, you singing this, listening to this, looking in the mirror and that, perking yourself up to go into work. <laughs> I'm as beautiful as I feel. Yeah. Yeah, again, see with this one, that I struggled with this. Not musically or, yeah. or you know, because it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's an excellent song. And... I struggle with the lyric because I, I couldn't relate to it because what you no know, when she says you're as beautiful as you feel I was thinking but I don't really feel beautiful <laughs> feel like shit so so t- for me that's like you're beautiful as you feel well I don't feel beautiful so therefore <laughs> that's what the truth is you're you you only beautiful so obviously it's a negative and I was like that doesn't really work for me because I never feel beautiful but I get the point of it. It's like, you know, I feel good and outside I might not think I look beautiful, but inside yeah. I feel that, you know, so, but that's her, that's her personality. That's probably how, how she feels and, you know, she's, you know, um, so it, it took a while to me process that and get my head round. Right, yeah. This is what she means, you know, and it's no, it doesn't relate to you, but so what, you know, it's it's that kind of thing. But, um, but do you know what, see, musically, this reminds me of the band, do you know the band? The band. No. So they were a band. Said <laughs> <laughs> bad a lot. They were about at this time. Um, uh-huh. So I think I think their first album came out in '68. I think it was. Um, and they were like this, this, this. Uh, they they kind of did a lot of similar music to this, but uh, some of it had a country tinge to it and uh-huh. um, slightly rock. But they were very much kind of again all like fantastic musicians and songwriters, you know. Um, they did a big gig in 76 called The Last Waltz and um, this was their, their, their last hurrah and they got like so many guests to come on and play with them like right. Joni Mitchell Joni Mitchell and like um, uh, Van Morrison and people like that and all these kind of people yeah. to come on and play their songs and play with them but but this song and, and it kind of makes sense because it's that of that era you know, so it kind of Disney, but I actually even googled like the band and Carol King in case I don't know they ever maybe just got it together for a song or something on stage or anything, but I couldn't find anything that probably never happened. You know, um, no, that I'm suggesting by by any means she was influenced by that or or um, I think it was just a time. It was just the, the yeah. time and just a, just a, that's that's how some of the music was coming out kind of thing. Yeah. But um, but they but the band are a, you know they're an excellent band themselves and. Um, but there's there's something in the background that sounds like a bit like a harpsichord, but I think it might just be the electric piano. But I don't know if it is a harps, harpsichord. The electric piano know. is a weird one, isn't it? It's ah, weird it is because because it can sound sound like yeah. a couple of different things at times, you know. Um, but they but they like the rhythm on the snare, just that steady kind of pound on the snare. I think yeah. that's really cool, even though it's a kind of lighter song. Yeah. 
Um, eh, it's light, but it's no too. It's not light the way you know. Um, you know the second song is um, so far away and th- things like that, but. But yeah, I, I think this is this is this is an, an excellent song. I really like it. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, I think I don't know if it feels this one feels a little dated, or if it's just because I've heard it quite as much as I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm quite like you. I don't really. I, I, I struggle to kind of buy into the you're amazing, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. go out and be amazing in the world. Yeah. To me, it's uh-huh. kind of like. It's like what Lizzo does now. This is this mm. was just in like like how fifty years before or what? It's yeah, that kind yeah. of. Uh, I don't know if it's that kind of. Maybe maybe I'm being no fair here. That kind of what I perceive is that American kind of. You go yeah. out and do it. You can you can go and get it and get your dreams yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Fake it till you make it stuff. Yeah. And all that kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. But I know it's. I mean, it is a good song, and it is. And see if it does make for. I'm I'm kind of the opinion. Yeah. See if these songs, see if folk like who put these super positive songs in out. Not that I'm saying this is super positive because the verses are actually quite like low yeah. and downbeat. It's yeah, because I mean, I've often asked myself the reason for the sadness. Yeah. You know, in the world where tears are just a lullaby, and if there's yeah. an answer, maybe love can end the madness. Maybe not. You know, uh, it's just, yeah. So it's not necessarily kind of eye upbeat, you know. Yeah, it's the it's the chorus that goes into the you've got to get up every morning with a smile on your face yeah, and get it yeah. there. So I can appreciate it for that, eh? Um, so and and I can see why a lot of people would buy into that and and see if somebody does and I'm like, great, gone you go, like yeah. harmless kind of if you know what I mean. So um, and yeah, because like, enough that that Christina Aguilera song to me works more. <laughs> More than that's lyrically, which yeah. is so weird, you know. As it, uh, you know, you're beautiful no matter what they say. Words won't bring you down and all that. I'm thinking, yeah. See, to me, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. You know, lyrically, because I know exactly what you're saying. Because people do do not feel beautiful. Yeah. And and they yeah. words like hurt them, and and so so. But hard coming from a different angle. I can't believe I'm talking about Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but you know what I mean. It's just, so. But this is yeah. I, I just found it hard to connect with with that. Um, got up and with a smile on your face. It's kind of like you know. And I I get the sentiment. I do. I do. You know. Tell, you know. Show the world that you know all the love in your heart and all that. You know this kind of stuff. And then, pe- then people are going to treat you better. So it's a wee bit like you do your bit in the world. They'll give you it back. Kind of thing. And it's, uh, I don't know. If, uh, it's uh, it was the seventies. Like, there was a lot you know, of question about uh, like uh, yeah yeah. You know? It's kind of like. Pull yourself together, man. You know, <laughs> I, mean, but, you know, uh, I don't think that's the intention here at all. No, man, not, at all. not at all. But, not but, at all. but no, I do. I do like it. I think it's. I think musically, it's really. Um, but yeah, dated. It's interesting to say dated because um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's as to me, it's very time. of the time. Yeah. Aye, it's of the time. But again, still. Uh, and I know it, and you've known it, and I bet loads of people will hear it and know the song and know the tune and stuff. Well, right? I didn't, so, I, I didn't know this. Did you not? I didn't not. No, right. I didn't. I didn't know this till till I heard the album. Right. So this isn't this wasn't familiar to me. So right. no. Um, the only other thing I've got down is the same same as you is that kind of enjoyed the marching beat kind of through it. Eh, that when it gets yeah. going into the chorus. Eh, but hmm. but yeah. Next one, way over yonder. There's something familiar about this. The, I think the the melody and the rhythm is familiar, but I don't think it's because I've heard this song before. I, I'd heard it previously. I think it's just because it's been used quite a few times. Yeah. Um, 
I think Carol King will say that um, when I've seen her things about how she wrote songs, it was constantly taking things in and digesting. Well, they had a hit mm. with this song, so we can do that and mash it up and the, try there's and... A, there's yeah. a kind of phrase in there that I like. And yeah. I, we can dis- ah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, um, so you know, they, they kind of ascend and descend and bit, you know, do, 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 you know, do, 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 you know, and they, they kind of bits, it's, again, it's kind of, Again, it's kind of been used quite a lot. Yeah. Um, um, but the this is the, this could be my least favorite to this point. To this point on the is album, it? I don't know. Could be, could be. Um, but that's not to say I don't like it because I do. I think it's still a good song. Um, and and I think the, the I really like the sax solo. Yeah. Because um, it's a nice addition. Because you're not necessarily expecting a sax to come in. But given what you've heard, you think it just stick with the the same instruments you've had up to that point, eh. and then you you get we introduce introduction of the backing singers as well. So that's something a eh. bit different. It's not obviously I know Carol's doubling up in her vocals like in previous songs, but this is proper backing singers coming in and um and just adding that different flavour. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I, again, I don't dislike it. I just think it's maybe. It maybe just dips a wee bit here for me. Yeah, I get that. I get that because it is a wee bit of an oddball slightly on the album. I quite like this one, eh? It's that kind of bluesy, mm-hmm. gospel Yeah. American good life kind of yeah, yeah. that, um, uh, um, you know, that where she starts, you know, she starts with Way Over Yonder and it, it's like, I, I know where it's going when she sings that first line and the melody at the start. I kind of know, mm-hmm. I can... I can predict where it's going until yeah. that woman comes in with a backing vocal right at the start, right about mm. that bit. It's like, wow, where did you come ah, from with that big? Definitely. Yeah, um, it's the sunshine and she sings like proper high. It's kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's a wee bit more ly- lyrically, it's a bit different. Eh? It's that trouble's going to lose me, you know, worry, leave the worry behind and stand up proudly and peace of mind. It's that kind of, to me, it is that American dream. I think there's certain certain twangs in American singing, especially of this era, um, where it kind of it just it just verges into that country vibe that's just not quite my thing. And I know this is more gospely than it is country, but um, but even that's where I'm bound, and all that kind of kind of you know that very country kind of. And yeah. I don't know if that sometimes takes me out of a wee bit because you know. I, you know, country I can take a leave, you know, so it might be just wee subtleties like that that's just getting in my head and, and, and making it less for me, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, listen, listen, uh, it's not a bad song, absolutely. <laughs> You've got a friend. You've got a friend, David. Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> Wait, is it you? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll just stop myself from singing this to you. <laughs> I, I, I knew this, obviously. This is a very, yeah. very famous song. Um, but when I heard that, I was like, I just thought of The Simpsons when um, James Taylor's on The Simpsons and, and Homer's in space and stuff. <laughs> and, 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 he, and James Taylor sitting in the control room and Homer's up in space with Buzz Aldrin and all that. And yeah. this, big, this big thing that's went wrong in the, in the, the shuttle. <laughs> And he's singing this, you can, and they're all just floating in space, like just looking like, fuck's sake, gonna just hurry up and finish this off. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's what I thought uh, first. But but yeah, that aside, I mean, 
Um, the musical, the, the the choices actually at the start of the notes in this. Um, so when you know, when you're down and troubled and you need, you know, down and troubled and you need some love and care, that line, just the way the notes twist, they're no, they almost like go, it's almost like they go slightly majory, eh, sorry, minory, sorry, rather than major. And I mean, eh. it's, it's probably, as it could be a minor key anyway, but it's probably major. But it just, it's almost, almost has a slight darkness to it, you know, um, you know, um, which is just brilliant. And I don't think it's, it's been necessarily been intended to be dark or anything like that, but I think she's just went, that's more interesting than playing the obvious chords here. Mm. You know, you know, I could play I could play it this way or I could play I could just twist this chord and make it a, a different chord and it gives me it gives it a wee bit more I don't know if it's a, it's diminished chords that tend to give you that more atmosphere and and um but yeah, it, anyway, I noticed that right at the start and I just thought it was it was really, 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 really mm. clever. I think that's similar to the bit where it's like um, uh, where she sings to see you again and it kind of uh, goes yeah, down yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, like, like you say it's that just change where it's like oh it just yeah. it's not kind of, it's not linear, it's there's a oh there's a pull there, you it, know it, but this is this is a perfect song <laughs> it's actually perfect, it's, you, you can't you can't fuck with us. <laughs> yeah, know? whether you love it and think it's an amazing song or whatever, you can respect this song, yeah, man. Eh? Yeah, it's like yeah. I see what you've done, and it's like, and of course, James Taylor's kind of more famous for this song, isn't he? Because like he heard it and loved it. Yeah, and um, yeah. you know he plays it. If he, he does play the guitar on this, I'm sure I think he does as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does. I actually meant I actually meant to have the 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 album in front of me, so <laughs> we, could, uh, we could just pick up these things. But uh, yeah. Because uh, he plays I mean, him quite a lot in the album, doesn't he? So yeah, yeah. Because you can tell his style in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of acoustic and stuff. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's just that constant. Beautiful. And that's the thing with James Taylor. He's actually someone that someone else that it's always been kind of in my thoughts somewhere, yeah. but I've never delved in. And I've always, yeah. I've always, I've always liked his voice. I've always liked the way it's he got plays. A voice, eh? Yeah, it really yeah. has. And. Uh, but I don't know. I've never, I've never jumped in yet. And I think that's maybe I haven't listened to this. This is maybe it's maybe now time, you know, to, to yeah, check we, check it. We root into it. Yeah. Um but uh, the her voice this is probably to this point in the album could potentially be the best um uh, for me anyway, because our control again is just brilliant. The the soft to the letting it rip bits and all that and the the real rasp on her voice and the yeah. and then coming down to the softness and and um, this is almost like a mental health anthem as well, isn't it? It's just this, this you know. Um, don't worry, somebody will be there. They can, uh, you know, I'll be there, and we can we can talk it out, and we can, you yeah. know, it's it's. Um, and I think, I think that's what I was saying at the start. You can almost listen to this album. You could you could tear up, or you could think, oh, do you know what? It's not that bad. And I think yeah. you could go either way with this song as well. You could you could cry and go, oh, you know, because you're you realise what you've got maybe in life or yeah. whatever or you could go ah no that's cool because I've ah that's a good message because if I think about it I've, I've got people to turn to and, yeah. and that kind of thing so um, but it's just a bit for me the big the winner on this song is definitely singing um, on this and because it's just warm it's, her, her voice is actually infectious on this yeah. it just gets right under your skin and um, and again, even from a technical standpoint, how she sings, and that's probably something that you know I'm going to guess isn't it probably leveled at her too much. 
um, a technical ability. Um, I don't know, maybe it is. Because, um, again, I don't know anything about Carol that much. Well, certainly not that much, but um, but just tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. And um, I really like the... the it, it, when the violin or the viola could be um, one of them, when that comes in, See when you bring a see when you bring a violin or a you know a viola or something like that into a song like this, that just ramps the emotion up even more. Uh, you know when the uh, strings the strings come in, it's just like oh, yeah, <laughs> just, just, just like, you know, it just it just hits you right 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 there. You know, it's just uh, so it's 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 using all the trickery and all the you know it's it's trying to grab you in every. <laughs> Every bit yeah. of your feelings, yeah, you know? I get but that. not in a cynical way, not in a way that's 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 contrived. It just, it just, the song knows what it needs to be, you know, almost. Yeah, yeah, um, th- yeah. This is one. That, I mean, I've heard a, a, a thousand times, eh? but then when when you really listen to it, when you really take it in and stuff like that, uh, yeah, I don't think you can criticize this song at all. No, no, I mean, it's no. so loving. Yeah. It's so. Gentle, it's so. Um, I kind of fall on the Latner side where it makes me feel better about things. Yeah, it's not, yeah. I can see how it would make people, um, uh, uh kind of deeper logging or anything like that sad, mm. but um, but for me, it's just a nice song, eh? Yeah. And um, the, the yeah, like I say, the gentleness of it, the uh, the way she sings, like, um. Um, to see again that bit that I described before, it's kind of you're right. It's that pulling it of you from every angle. Eh? It's yeah. um, and and I like I like the other versions of it because there's been a few versions of it um, because I can just appreciate it's a great song. But I, mm-hmm. I, I like Carol singing on it because that's the thing where whether it's a beautifully written song like like she has done and we've mentioned so many times. I think our voice has just got that nuffy an edge or enough mm. a rough round the edge to make it just that um so it's not, not too so clean cut. Ah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, really yeah, clean yeah. cut. It's not although we're saying they're so they're slick in their own way, they're professional, mm. it's comfortable, all that. There's there's But there's still a, that rawness to, to there's to, a rawness yeah, to yeah, it yeah, or a where it's just like you feel like she's just picked up or she's just she just sat at the piano and kind of poured out her feelings. It's um, yeah, yeah. The, 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 which which um, which is great because if you're going out, I, I've thought this before, and I think we might have talked about it. If you're going at night after night singing a song that's been played a thousand times, mm-hmm. and like like Queen, any of the bands must have done it where it's like they go out and it's you've got to put that out there and in there eh? that, ah, like yeah, that yeah. same feeling eh? so yeah, um, yeah. yeah and I've seen that and, and I, I do still believe that with, with Carol King when you see her singing it because she's just got that that class that to be able to pull it out eh? yeah, so um, yeah. where you lead nice song but no it's no it's kind of weird um, right after you've got a friend is all you have to do is call is in the lyrics and I thought You've kind of sang that the previous song, <laughs> so yeah. that was a wee bit like that's the placement of this right after that's a bit strange, you know. Yeah. So it felt a bit kind of mm, maybe that was a bit naive to kind of you at least kind of rewrote that lyric, but that's me being brutally hard. <laughs> um, um, I think it's not a favourite of mine on no. this album, um, but again. It's 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 not a skipper necessarily, you know. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not. A, you know. It's fact. It's not at all. Um, but I think. See, look, 
put it this way, if I'd, I hadn't known about tapestry, right, for example, you know, which I didn't actually, you know, but right. if, if someone, like, if someone said, here's listening to this song and then they put this on, I'd just be like, all oh, right. It wouldn't yeah. turn, it wouldn't be enough to turn my head. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? I wouldn't be going, oh, I need, I need to, whereas I've heard you've got a friend or, in fact, most of the songs before, yeah. I would be like, oh, well, hi, I'm going to check that yeah. out. There's, there's something there. But this one, I just feel it wouldn't... Um, I, I do what I do like about it, but is there's a bit was like oh, and, it's, and then and oh, kind of thing. It's just a wee bit in the middle or something. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I know the bit you're on about. Exactly, the rhythm yeah. or the the melody of it. Of it but it, I thought that oh, that's actually quite effective. I quite like that. Um, and it, even uh, I'm going to follow. Uh, is it your lead? Is it? I think it's the way she sings that. I've just yeah, Ah, is, that, is, that, is that what it is because uh, I remember thinking that that's really I, I do like that that's really smart um, but yeah no get no get tons um, on this one um, I think that's pretty much all I've got but it's a, it's a nice wee song it's just it's just not yeah it's not yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a pulling in no, yeah. it's not pulling I mean in. I, I don't have much written on this one as well I mean when it comes on and when I've been playing it the last few weeks in the in the car and stuff, I'm singing along to it, you know? Yeah, I'm absolutely yeah, singing yeah. along and it's and it and it's easy and stuff. For me, the best thing about this song is the back and vocals. I think the mel- the the harmonies and things like that with the back and vocals. It's mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell singing in the in, in Oh yeah, I forgot she was on this yeah, actually. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. to me that just makes that's what makes this song interesting. Yeah. It is all these wee bits like you were mentioning the um, all the wee uh, strange kind of bits that, that that pop up in the the backing vocals, and, and this is the first time where she uses it to kind of layer out the the lyrics. You know, it's a yeah, lot yeah. more. Um, uh, so, so yeah, for me, for me, that's that's the thing I've got written down here. It's the backing vocals are bliss, eh? Yeah, it's quite boogie. The, the vibe of it is quite faster and mm-hmm. I don't know, poppier or what. And yeah. it's Next, will you still love me tomorrow? I feel like I'm asking you all these things. You've got to forget. I'm telling you. Of course I will, Lucy. Of course I will. Of course I will. Um, but yeah, this is a huge song. I, I, I knew the, I knew the, um, the Shirelles version um, yeah. very well. And obviously it's a totally different vibe from, oh, from this. Yeah, and this, this, this one is just kind of brought stripped right back. And, yeah. Um, and, but the mel- again, the melody, just... just just unbelievable, um, but even lyrically, I know, I know, uh, Jerry Goffin wrote the lyrics, but it's it's even that whole kind of thing. You know, it's good in the moment, but when you've had your fun, am I? You know, he's yeah. still going to be around after that. You know, so I think that's really cool, um, and probably suited the the era as well because I think it was I think it was this nineteen sixty or something that was released as a single or something yeah, like sure that. It would have been. It would have been. Aye, nineteen sixty. It was. Yeah, yeah. Was it as early? Yeah, as yeah. <laughs> So the song was originally called the uh, the Shirelle, so it took it to number one in the charts in 1960. Yeah. So becoming the first African American female group to top the charts in the US. So there you go. And it was that, was that as early as that. I love some of the Shirelle stuff. Eh? Again, yeah. again, it's, it's all, all that music. I just, I just want to hear it. It's, it's just, it's just brilliant to listen to. But again, never really, never, never did a, a dive in. You know. Um, and that, well, I mean, it's it's just even the, the note here on this. It's saying that Carol is frequently asked about these lyrics. 
which portrayed the uncertainty of a young woman dealing with sex. However, they were written by her then husband, obviously. Um, um, that's all it says. I thought it was going to go deeper there. So, uh. so it was actually it said it was actually it was banned by some radio stations because of the very mild sexual innuendos. It's it's unbelievable to think that now, eh? I know. Wow. I mean, I, I remember seeing something with Carol King speaking where she said that Jerry Goffin could just write like a woman would think. Yeah. yeah you know, it yeah. was just he could just well, that tap was a, into. That was a shock when it was because um, I when I knew they were a writing team. Yeah. And also I knew that you know. Yeah, Carol King played piano on this album and all the rest yeah. of it. So I knew she was at, you know, she could play instruments and stuff. Um, but I didn't know what the split was or if it was like sometimes he would write lyrics, sometimes she would write, write lyrics and, and that kind of thing. But when I found out she wrote, you know, it, it will come to later, um, <coughs> when she wrote, um, <laughs> when, sorry, when he wrote, You Make Me Feel Like a National Woman, yeah. he wrote the lyrics for that. I was like, wow, that's, that's, Impressive. It's like <laughs> women know? and it's like women's yeah, anthems exactly, all over totally, me. Like, totally. <laughs> aye. So uh, aye, fair play. <laughs> yeah, will will you um love me tomorrow? I mean it's it is it's so romantic, tender feeling. It's um I mean the bit where she sings uh tonight the look of love is in your eyes, eh, where it just breaks oh love is I mean, in your eyes. Yeah, it's yeah, just like oh it's yeah. another one of them. Um and James Taylor does the backing vocals on this and I love the kind of backing vocals the wee, are brilliant. Yeah, yeah the wee split yeah. between that kind of male female voice. Favourite lyric in it is Can I believe the magic of your size? It's just Yeah, is that it is the just playing to that kind of romantic thing that you you know you've got or what, eh? And then it stops totally. Mm-hmm. I love the bit in the middle where it the music just stops before it goes into a, uh, you know, it goes bum, 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 and then it goes, and tell me now. Uh, that bit. Yeah, yeah. I apologise for my singing. I'm doing a lot <laughs> on this, you know. Um, it's not an awesome yeah, so the one. <laughs> it just stops dead and then kind of goes back into it. It's, it's um, pretty smooth, you know. Acoustic in the background is, is lovely. Uh, the there's that. There's there is that in a few of them, and and particularly this one, you do notice it. It's just that const that playing through the um, playing through the background. It's subtle, although if you tune in it, it's um, it's lovely. To, it's lovely to yeah. hear the kind of picking the, the style that James Steeler's got in the guitar. Mm-hmm. Eh? Bit change. It's... Smackwater Jack. Ah, uh, yeah, that just does change up the uh, next. Um... A wee kind of country song. Yeah, uh, yeah, Quincy Jones covered this, I think, eh? Who did? Quincy. Quincy Jones. Really? Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. That could be, you know, you, you with that tone has made me think I've made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this is a guilty pleasure on the album, Smackwater Jack. So you think it's one of these, do you think it's kind of borderline ridiculous, but it's just good? Yeah. But you just enjoy it kind of thing? Yeah. And something, if, if you were asking me, I'd say, oh, like Smackwater Jack's probably my least favourite on it. But then it's on the car and I'm like, I'm proper, you know, we shut, shut down the congregation. I'm in it. I'm yeah, in that yeah, storytelling. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. what I put then. I was like, you, you, the lyrics paint the picture. You can yeah. just see, they're just so visual. You can see yeah. everything that's going on, you know, even the, the kind of posse getting, or the sheriff getting together or whoever it is to, yeah. to go and find them and then they, they hang them and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's really cool. Um, it's, uh, it was, it was g- kind, of, kind of unexpected. 
It's unexpected. It's totally <laughs> different to that. I mean, I, I know people say, oh, you know, kind of the storyteller and all that, but it's not, it's not, the songs before have not been in this style at all. No, no, not at all. It's almost like a, a completely different lyricist and, and it kind of, and it kind of feels like that. Um, but that, even the notes here were saying this is the oddball track in the album. Yeah. Since it, since it deviates from the personal voyage of the singer. Yeah, this it's is something not about, about feelings. Yeah, it's not about, yeah. 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 It says it's kind of comic relief from the heavier meaning of most of the other tracks. So yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's a nice, nice way of putting it. I suppose. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I like, I, I mean, I, I quote it when I say you can't talk to a man who don't want to understand and all that. Eh, mm. it's like you can't talk to a madman or what. Aye, and it's like the one with a shotgun in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love the way she sings it, where it's like you can't talk. To a man <laughs> with a shotgun, you know. Like, <laughs> aye. Yeah. aye, spitting it out. Aye. Yeah. Aye. Uh, yeah, and it's again the uh, what's the what's the last line at the end where it's like it was a great day for the it was not the coroner, it's a great day for the undertaker or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, and on the whole, it was a very good year for the undertaker. <laughs> like you say, like relief in it a bit. I don't dislike this one. It's 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 just. You know, it's again, it's that country vibe. I've obviously said, I'm, you know, I can take country music, I can take a leave it. You know, certain things I do like, but, um, but yeah, no, it's it's it is, a bit of yeah, a oddball as, as they're saying here, but it's yeah, ah, I can, I can, I can hang with. It. Although yeah. going into the next one, Tapestry, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of style. It's it's well, it's not the same style because it's not that kind of jovial. Exactly. But, but it's that storytelling that. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 her looking at something else happening yeah. kind of thing, uh, rather than looking inward necessarily. Yeah. Um, but tapestry, I think this is this is just lovely. Um, Tapestry's a great word in the first place, isn't it? it is, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, an old thing about her, the tapestry she was weaving yeah. you know, on the cover of the album and all that, and that, it was her actual yeah. work and all that. I think that's really really just. She's just she's again. <laughs> She's weaving a tapestry, you know. It's just like you're good back to this old soul kind of thing. Yeah. It's just all oh, seems to feed into, you know, who she is, and you know, um, very homely, very yeah. wholesome, even, um, yeah. you know. Um, but it, it can at times it, it can. I was listening to it today, and it can. You could see her somebody singing this in a musical or something on stage, and all that hand gestures, and then and they moved that. like this, and they went, but, but, but then I thought, yeah, yeah, I could see that, but it's no, it's not ruining it for me. Yeah. It's no making me think, oh god, this is like a big musical song because it's no really. It's like it does feel a bit like the soul, but in in a in a musical where they come in the spotlight comes on and they sing, yeah. you know. So, um, but. Again, that's I don't see that to, to its detriment necessarily, um, even at all, to be honest. Um, and the and the key ch- there's a couple of key changes in it as well. So it's when it goes, he moves, but he moves with some uncertainty. That's when it changes. It goes up a key, uh, uh, but then it gets back down to the original key and it goes up again. Um, um, which again is just just just. I mean, key changes are being used in music since day one. Kind of thing. It's no it's not a big. Um, it's not it's not the most original thing or anything, but it's effective, you know, the way she does it. And there's not a lot of space between um the lyrics, if you know what I mean. So oh. so so even before it gets to that key change, um um are they calling it the bridge here um in the lyrics, so maybe it's more of a bridge than than a verse, but um because after the previous line it just goes 
you're expecting it to be a musical interlude for maybe four bars or something, then it'll come back in with the next bit. But it doesn't. There's a wee kind of the end, you know, tails off the end of the the, the the previous line, and then you're writing in the next bit. It's like it doesn't. It just keeps moving forward. You know. Uh, it, yeah, uh, there is a change in the structure to this one. I think where, where it's not that um, simple kind of verse chorus verse chorus. So yeah. it's um, it is that continual. It's a continual song, and it is just her in the yeah. piano. I'm trying to think if there is any instruments in the back. I can't. It is just her in her piano. So um, yeah, and the lyrics are a bit different. It's all the the woven colours, magical. Mm. You know, sat in the rock in the water. It's that kind. Yeah, of... Yeah, it's like a, a fantasy kind of land yeah. and stuff. It's not really. It's ah, it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel earthy. Yeah. You know, as we've been talking about a lot of these songs. And, yeah. Um, even I'm turning into a, a toad, is it? You know, and yeah. And that kind of stuff. And it's, along it's... the road, then toad, and yeah, he comes to take me back. Cause how it finishes, yeah. eh? Yeah. Yeah, this one's interesting to me. It's, it's this is interesting more. Eh? I, I find it sad as well. Um, yeah. I just find it. I find it. It's a very sad song, and because even the even the now my tapestry is unraveling, you know, and it's just it's that that line. It can mean anything to you. You know, you you take out of that that what you want. Um, but it, it and I don't. It's just to me. You know, I think a tapestry. A tapestry takes. Ages it takes. You know, traditionally, obviously, it will take. You know, obviously, the old ones for. You know, medieval times would probably taking years to put together and all that you know and I'm just thinking you know time and effort to make a tapestry and then it starts to unravel how heartbreaking that is that must yeah. be and stuff you know so I'm I'm adding this that you know this is my meaning on it you know it's just um yeah I get that because like tapestry is a kind of art form and what it's not yeah it seems it's a very considered conscious thing in my opinion uh, and a very yeah. kind of personal yeah because it's a story as well, isn't yeah, it? So you're yeah. telling a story with it, you know. And even though it's no as overt as the other ones, um, where she's very much kind of—I guess she's kind of telling her life in some ways. I, I think this isn't necessarily that, but I find this probably one of the saddest songs in the album. It's yeah, weird, you know, they don't understand that. Um, and I think it's obviously in the melody's got a big, big. Uh, it's got a lot to do with that, you know. But just, just certain lines just seem to really, really hit me. And that was one the one I, I mentioned there. And and even even the I don't know why, but in a coat of many colours, yellow green on either side, and why would that get to me? But it's it's getting to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know what it is about it. It's it's and, it, and, it, and there's there's a meaning in it that, that I've not yet dis- I've not yet figured out. Yeah. But there's certain lines that are just that are just hanging with me in this song. Um, and even just the uh, once once he reached for something golden hanging from a tree, and his hand came down empty, you know. I asked, yeah, that's what, deep that bit. Eh? You know, that's it's, so. There's yeah, there's lines in this. I I'm probably maybe lyrically. I, I don't know. I, I, maybe this is how I'm just feeling now. I think maybe lyrically, I prefer lyrics like this. Yeah, that only so on the nose, and and they're a bit more. You kind of have to try and figure out with the meaning in them. Sometimes that can be frustrating, though, because you know yeah, we've talked already up in the, this podcast um, up to this point, you know, the, the, and through the episodes. Is sometimes you're like, I think it's meaning this, then it takes me this this other way, and and it can be Aye. a bit like, oh, I thought I had it, then I don't, and so. But I get that. But there's 
I don't know. I, I think this is probably potentially my favourite lyrics on the album. I like that. You know. I wonder so. how much of that is as well, because, like you say, it, it, so much of the, the album's accessible and easy and probably relatable to a lot of people, maybe slightly mm. differently, yeah. but they can find something in the, the relating it, whereas this is... This is a different style and kind of writing for the reasons we've kind of talked about that the way it's condensed, but Aye. kind of flows just quite kind of constant and the type type uh, which which is singing about is 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 quite different. It's less about feelings and it is more storytelling. So Aye. I wonder if that kind of makes it more a wee bit more intriguing on this album. Could be. That's a very uh, good point. Actually, a very good point. There's something slightly challenge, more challenging lyrically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's I. I one of my favourites on this, actually. Yeah. And, and oh, the line, sorry, I, I, I wrote this down as well, sorry. <laughs> um, a tapestry to feel and see, impossible to hold. Oh, that's brilliant. You know, so it's not an actual, you know, it's not, a, you know, we, um, we're talking about the work, work isn't it, a tapestry, so it's a, it's a, it's a feeling, it's not necessarily a physical thing. Yeah. But, um, so it's impossible to hold, but, um, ah, I just love the lyrics to this, man. You make me feel like a natural woman. Every song title. <laughs> I could say it to um, you. Possibly but, the biggest one. Possibly yeah. the, the well-known... I mean, uh, the Aretha version. I mean, I was, they, they showed a bit of the, that in the, the Carol documentary. And I always liked her version anyway, but hearing her singing it again, I mean, Aretha's voice is just... Fuck me, it's, in, it's unparalleled, you know. Um, but even... Carol King singing it is, is fucking brilliant as well, you know. Yeah, it's different, um, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But the 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 um, Aretha's one is just it, partly because it's just Aretha. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? um, and when when I when you play the Carol's version, you know how it, the start, but um, um, looking out under the you know and it goes the oh you know you want to do that with Carol's uh, version could do the Aretha's. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is a side note. See, you know I'm a big Burt Bacharach and Hal David fan, right? Mm-hmm. So she does say a little prayer, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. And it only dawned on me that Aretha does not sing the chorus in, at all in that that song. Oh, right, right, okay. You know, because the wherever, wherever, uh, somebody, yeah, you know, then... it's the back and vocals, and then Aretha's just in the background going, eh, hey, eh, hey. like obviously <laughs> yeah. a lot better, eh? That's but, true. Um, I'm just like, God, she doesn't even sing that, and it's like the coolest <laughs> shit, man. Um, ah, that's a good point. You know, it's sorry, just side note, but um, but uh, yeah, but, I, I think the story with this is that there's somebody else. Is it the boy? I don't know if it is. It, Wexler, W-E-X-L-E-R, um, is credited to this song. Um, right. And it's because I think he was an African-American student, or, or you know, he was he was interested in them. And then he, he seen Carol King walking down the street and he shouted out his car to her that he wanted a song about a natural woman for Aretha. And, um, ah, and, right, that's interesting. Yeah, and Goff and and, um, and Carol King went back and wrote it that night, and I'm just <laughs> like, what? that's insane, man. You know, superb. And another Hi, song, J- Jerry Wexler, I see it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's got a, a credit to the song, but um, when I when I was learning guitar when I was younger, the mm. the guitar teacher that I was with at the time um, was putting on a performance to all these students. 
Mm -hmm. And I, I went to like private lessons. It was only me. It wasn't, I wasn't in a group or anything like that. But, um, the, the, the kind of folk that were in my level at that time, we, we, we did this song. We did, we did a kind of, we did a road ah, song and then we played right. Natural Woman. And this is what I Excellent. always think of when I, um, I was just probably strumming like three chords at the back, like, <laughs> <laughs> like totally embarrassed. But, you know, but, um, but uh, I can make it sound a lot cooler than that, but, um, <laughs> but oh, it's, it's, it's a, this is a colossal song it's, oh it it's, is you know it's it's some songs just transcend music and, and I think you know this is one of them you know and uh, again this reminds me of The Simpsons as well <laughs> because of that when uh, is, it, is it Selma singing to Job Job the iguana, the iguana yeah. uh, you oh make me feel <laughs> she's like you <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know what's worse that I do that or <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, I like I like this just to be subtleties of the wee kind of sweeps on the piano. They're very common, um, certainly these days. The wee drink, you know, instead I just like you know the the wee bits are really cool, um, and the and who was it who mentioned that? Um, I think it was in the documentary as well. The lyric kill and when my soul was in the lost and found and you came to claim it. I mean, what? And they were talking about that line. I was like, wow, that is a that because I hadn't, I hadn't really picked that out in the, yeah, in the lyrics, you know. The until, second verse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's that's a fucking great line. Um, um, and again, it's just kind of it's. I just find it hard to talk about this song. I mean, you can't pick this song apart and say it's. It's I love the per- bit where it's like, oh, baby, what you done, done to, to me? me. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. it's soulful. It's, um, it's not too girly. It's not too sensitive or anything like mm-hmm. that. There's a sexiness to yeah, it yeah. everything. It's just, um, that that's so important, though, for the time when, you know, when a lot of the stuff moving away, I mean, I'm saying I like a lot about Baccarat stuff and that. A lot of the stuff they wrote was like, like wishing and hoping you could never write something like that now it's like you're just hoping that you'll get a man and you should put your lipstick in because because nobody will find you attractive or whatever um whereas this is like a change in the times where like a move you can see that progression where it's like that yeah. kind of i don't know just a change and kind of and then uh, even with aretha singing it i thought that like you say that attitude that um swagger that it's just um I, don't, I hope it was appreciated like that at the time because yeah, now when you yeah. you look back you just think yeah. what what I don't know like what balls to do that man like totally. yeah that that is proper history in the making but within music aye that's the album though you're right do you feel like you need to go and do some manly all this talking not, about feelings and not at all like, not at all I'm very I'm very secure with my masculinity oh, so, I know yeah I know yeah but yeah, I'm just saying you have permission right. if you I don't know. I would go in like a hammer and stuff and start smashing things up. I have and, a beer and I. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> go and listen to Slayer now. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, just because you know I've been like sitting talking about love and romance and all that for nah. like the past that's day when I thought. But that's the thing. Um, but that's the thing. A lot of the music I like has lyrics like this in it. Yeah, it's you just know, a different take, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, yeah. again, come back to Queen again, you know, there's tons of. Tons of romantic songs that you know that Freddie wrote, you know, in the seventies especially, that were actually really beautiful songs and all that. So, 
we kind of similar vibes, you know. So it's hi, it's it's the. Yeah, you know, and Let's I think, be honest, we go through all the same shit where the good stuff and bad stuff and it's just absolutely. like where it goes through. That's, it. There's, aye, there's probably like four topics in the whole fucking... When you actually look at lyrics, there's probably four topics yeah. <laughs> that you can write about if it's to do with relationships or humans yeah, yeah, exactly. or social situations or whatever. There's probably yeah. about four or four or five. Yeah. And just, they'll just re, re, rehashed and... Yeah, re, different takes you know. on it, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, but aye, that's... But oh, an excellent album. I'm glad. Album. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you've enjoyed it, and it wasn't something. It was something you knew about, and yeah. and knew maybe where it fitted in, but um, but to actually hear a wee bit more and to be able to go, ah, right, that's where, you know, Carol yeah. King fits into it, and the, the amount of songs that she wrote, and kind of maybe a new respect, and that's how James but I'm Taylor. Just, and yeah, I'm, that's it, and and I'm just, I'm genuinely happy that. Um, you know, obviously Martha Wainwright, and you know one, and this this one, it's it's female artists because I, regrettably, um, and it's no by design. It, I just don't have a lot of female artists in my collection. You know, yeah. um, you know, my main love being kind of heavier music. It tends to be a very it's a it's a very male dominated kind of um, genre, and. Um, but yeah, to have a lot other music that's actually female and my, you know, related in my collection, I think that's that's a that's a positive thing, and I think it's cool that you're kind of bringing this to me as well, you know. So so I'm really real pleased but with that. If that's your thing, the heavy metal music and stuff, if that's your your bag and your thing, why would you listen to Tapestry by Carol King? Why would you pick that up and go? This yeah, looks like something I, I would, yeah. you know, without without having that. Aye. a reason. I mean, to- that that's it. I mean, I mean, it's it's you know, I know what you mean. Um, but it's it's but again I, I consider my style still fairly open minded. Music's music at the end of the day. Yeah, I know that. Of course, you are. I know that. You know, yeah. and but I know, but I know it's it, how would it actually come into my sphere if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know that's kind yeah. of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I'm a sucker for a for a music documentary as well. So I've, I've got a feeling that if this was on Sky Arts, because I like to see, especially if I come in after having a couple of beers and I come in and it's turn on the telly and there's some documentary about I a band it. a band or an artist I don't even know anything about but I'll sit and watch it and just just and I think yeah, if I yeah. saw this I would have definitely watched the documentary but whether I would have took the dive in I don't know, yeah. you yeah. know I don't know so it's it's. But you've talked about that before I watched the Tina Turner one on Sky the other month oh, ago and I'm just like oh it's good man I, I just I, I would never listen to that actually yeah. you know I would never like uh, but I'm just like the story's good and it's interesting and yeah. There's one, there's one on Carol King, and and it is about the, it's about the performance that you were talking about with the bomb threat and. Um, oh right, yeah, yeah. With James Taylor, I think it's called the Rise, the Rise of the Singer Songwriters, and it's about that mm. that um that that um, venue. So um, yeah, but I'm struggling to get it on Sky, I'll probably get it on YouTube. Aye, excellent. But no, I'll definitely, I'll definitely dive a wee bit more. Um, and her performances live and things like that and, and, and like I say I think James Taylor's is definitely something I'm going to kind of delve into a wee bit more as well um, but yeah no thanks Lucy you're welcome <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed it tremendously now the thing is um, your album I have not even thought about <gasps> at all I've got a wee list here in my phone and you know it'll be males, it'll be guys, you know. I'll be back to be back to guys because that's all that's in my collection, you know. Apart from Bjork, Bjork's <laughs> only, you know. 
Well, now Carol King actually, Bjork and Carol King. That's so. So it's 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 expanding. (laughs) (laughs) I've done. I'm just trying to think of what I've done. I mean, the ones I've hit you with been quite noisy. Even the Depeche Mode one was quite noisy, (laughs) even though it was electronic. (laughs) So do we go back to noisy again, or do we do we go something for something a wee bit different? So, yeah, Lucy, so I want you to listen to Inner Visions by Stevie Wonder. So this was out in 1973. Oh, okay. Do you know what album number that was for Stevie Wonder at that time? What was it? Take a guess. Five? Sixteenth. You know, I was going to say ten and I thought that's ridiculous. Ah, it's a sixteenth studio album in (laughs) 1973. I'm delighted with this because Good. I, I'm a I'm a big Motown fan, but I've never listened to much Stevie Wonder. I mean, I'm I'm with Stevie Wonder. I'm probably in terms of really paying attention, maybe about the last ten years, right? You know, so he's I suppose him. You know, he's only really been in my life properly for about a quarter of it. You know, so well, I'd seen. I, I told you about a music, just we were talking about music documentaries that I had watched called Summer of Love, and it was mm-hmm. the Harlem Festival that was on the same year as Woodstock was on. Yeah. And you would never, well, a lot of people would never know that this festival this happened. happened. And this culturally, culturally significant um, festival happened at the same time because we all know about Woodstock. And mm. um, and Stevie Wonder performs at that in the... Um, uh, and and so and he's young at it, eh? So um, Aye, yeah. So I, so I've always had like a bit, of, but I just have I've not. Aye, so this is you know this is when you know you know in the early seventies he's starting again. He's more he's more hip and he's more yeah. funky. Can I can I say it was in the 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 you know the sixties? It was more of a you know with the suit on. Oh, and he was smooth and yeah, exactly. He, was, he so, had the bow tie yeah. and everything yeah, on. And, exactly. And this, so yeah. so this is a time when he's starting to kind of you know. Yeah. Starting to kind of connect with his roots and things like that a bit more, and and uh, but yeah, yeah, but it's it's yeah. Let's see what you think about think about that. So um, now we need to get really heavy after that next time. So just to be <laughs> to to <laughs> no, not at all. But yeah, no, I I, I hope you like it. So, yeah, um, good. Yeah, so, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so let's do that. And uh, yeah, well, thanks everybody for for checking us out. And again, remember and. Um, subscribe, leave us a review where you get your podcasts and uh, talk, talk to us. us. Talk yeah. to us. Talk to us on Twitter at music at Misty Music Pod and email Misty Music Pod at gmail.com. I said that at the start, but I'm saying it again. So there you go. Um, thanks, everybody. Take care. Hey, everyone. Bye bye.